Anthony is 7-0 in this conference, and Altamont comes in at 6-0, so this is kind of the de facto championship game of the regular season. St. Anthony uh, will open up regional play for their next game. Altamont will have one more game senior night there in Altamont against Windsor's Two Straws uh, coming up. Uh, but this one is the uh, game they circle on the calendar every single year. And it seems like every single year, if you don't meet the NTC Championship, you meet on the second to last game of the year. And uh, that's what we got here tonight at the Inlow Center. It's senior night. So uh, extra pep in the step for the Bulldogs here tonight, Dominic. Yeah, definitely so. Extra pep in the step tonight for the, for the Bulldogs. And uh, hopefully a little extra, excuse me, extra couple peps in the step for the uh, the Altamont Indians, but uh, definitely for the uh, Anthony Bulldogs, they uh, want to finish. You know, win the uh, they won the uh, NTC Conference Championship. They won with the regular season championship as well, and uh, you know, go off, go off, uh, finish eight zero in the NTC and uh, finish uh, NTC champ in the regular season and conference and the tournament, and uh, right off in the postseason on that uh, winning streak, still being the number one team and. Class 1A, like they have been most of the, most of the year, so uh, I definitely expect a uh, battle battle here here tonight between uh, Altamont and in uh, St. Anthony. And uh, you know, I, I haven't seen St. Anthony play all this year, and uh, obviously they've been number one most of the season. So I'm sure they are good as uh, good as uh, you know everybody everybody says they are. You know, it's just one of the things you want to see it. I want to see it to believe it, you know. But I'm sure. Uh, Miles won't play tricks on me or anything, but uh, for Alamont, they definitely need to uh, definitely need, need to play play a great play a great game and close to a close to a flawless game. You know, minimize minimize the turnovers. And, you know, I'm sure they'll probably focus on Caden Miller down low. He definitely needs to you know do what he does, technical, technical stuff, get the rebounds, put it back up and in, and uh, you know they need to be hitting hitting those threes and basically just be hitting hitting on all cylinders. Think of that game I'm back in uh, Louisville. Altamont's going to need a first half like that uh, here tonight to uh, yeah, uh, particularly sure. play a spoiler here on a senior night and a pull off the upset of the number one team in the state in Class 1A. They're number one for a reason, also number one in the Nestro, uh, Nate, uh, the Nesto ranking as well that uh, come out as well. Uh, so uh, I have seen this Anthony several times uh, this season, including in the NTC a championship against uh, Dietrich. And on that night, Ryan Schmidt was really impressive on uh, that night, and he ended up being uh, the uh, Todd Arnold tournament MVP there at the NTC uh, tournament. He dropped 36 in the championship game against uh, Dietrich, and also uh, two other Bulldogs made all-tournament team for the NTC. It was Colin Westendorf and uh, Brock Fearday as well and uh, so uh the one thing about St. Anthony is they are susceptible to one bad quarter so uh you got to take advantage of uh, that uh when they uh, get it uh because they'll eventually turn it on and you know they'll have like a single digit quarter and then the next thing you know they'll have a 20 point quarter on you that's just how this St. Anthony team is this year and uh from what I've seen is that they're very deep as well you think of Altamont last year uh, running eight or nine deep, and there's no drop-off last year. And there's no drop-off, really, I would say, here for St. Anthony. They usually run eight guys out there pretty consistently, and there's no real drop-off uh, there. And uh, so we do have an extra uh, senior in the starting lineup uh, tonight. Uh, Sam Link is usually one of those starters, but uh, since it's senior night, Nick Ruhal 
get the uh, start uh, here on a tier night here at the Enlow Center tonight. And uh, last game out for Altamont was a uh, loss to Tuscola. As it was a rough shooting night there for uh, Altamont. They were 9 for 30 from the field. That's 30%. They were 18% from beyond the arc. And they didn't go to the free throw line at all in uh, that one on a Saturday. So it was a rough night there. And uh, St. Anthony, they were also there a little bit earlier in the day as they won against the Comets in uh, their game. And uh, St. Anthony have been winners of 14 straight. Matter of fact, they haven't lost in the regular season. Their only loss has come in tournaments as they came here early in the season at the Thanksgiving tournament and at the Christmas Classic over at FEM and Stopless. So both teams are ready here for the uh, National Anthem, and the colored artist down there on the floor ready for the National Anthem as well. So we'll step away, and the National Anthem is brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. And we'll be back for the tip-off of this one between St. Anthony and Altamont. Battle at the top of the NTC. And so we'll be back in a few minutes after the National Anthem. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FN. shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack. 
and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to the Endless Center tonight as it is Altamont versus St. Anthony here on a steer night for the St. Anthony Bulldogs. Altamont will have to uh, wait a couple of days before their steer night on a Friday against one of their straws. So let's get the uh, start in the lineups first for the uh, visiting Altamont Indians here tonight. They're going to go with number one, Alec Yarhouse. He's a 5'10 senior. Number five, Caden Davis. He's a 5'10 senior. Number 22, Akeda Millville. He's a 6'2 sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. He's a 6'3 senior. Number 42, Akeda Miller. He's a 6'5 senior as well. Again, it's Yarhouse, Davis, Millville, McManaway, and Akeda Miller. The 5 4 Altamont wearing their road of black uniforms with orange numbers and a white trim tonight. And of course, Altamonte comes into this one 18 and 7 overall, 6 and 0 in the NTC, uh, coached by uh, John Nevery, who's back on the sideline here tonight after feeling a little bit under the weather the past couple of games. So nice to see Coach back on the uh, sidelines and uh, assisted by uh, Trent Cool filling in as the head coach the past couple of games, and uh, Brian Suko as well as the other assistant for Altamonte. Dan Anthony uh, was uh, victorious in uh, the uh, JV game, uh, 58 to uh, 38 or 58-48, I should say, 
Uh, there was the uh, final score uh, there for St. Anthony. They're trying to look for a sweep here on here night. St. Anthony there, starting five, looks like this. Number 23, a Colin Westendorf. He's a 6'2", a senior. You also got number 35, Ryan Schmidt, a 6'3", junior. Number 43, Max Koenig. He's a 6'2", a senior. Number 45, Brock Fearday. He's a 6'3", a junior. And number 11, Nick Ruhal is a 5'10", a senior as well. So, again, uh, tonight uh, they're going with Ruhal, Westendorf, Schmidt, Koenig, and a Fearday. The 5 for uh, St. Anthony as they come in at a 26-4 and clip and a 7-0 in the conference. Of course, coached by Cody Raker and assisted by Caleb Meddy this year for 2023-2024. So there has been a long ceremony here, a couple here at St. Anthony. Of course, had the national anthem, the opening prayer, and honored some junior high students that won the state championship there not too long ago at the uh, lower levels in uh, junior high uh, there as well. And, you know, looking at the uh, roster for St. Anthony as well, you know, they got uh, Weston North and uh, uh, Nick Ruhar and uh, Max Caning, but that is only those three that they're losing uh, here. So uh, Brock Bearday will be back next year, as well as Ryan Schmidt will be a senior next year as well. So that's what makes St. Anthony so dangerous is uh, they're deep and they're young as well and uh, so uh, I am interested to see with Altamont how they handle uh, the uh, Bulldogs here tonight first time that these two teams are matching up here as Dietrich was in the championship game uh, there against St. Anthony in the ACC so uh, we'll see what happens here tonight Dominic yeah we'll see what happens here tonight uh, they're honoring those uh, junior high teams I did uh, watch the uh, my wife teaches that the uh, FMU is the uh, great school, so we did. We went up and uh, watched the uh, seventh grade boys uh, playing that uh, 7-2A championship game up at uh, Bacon Meridian High School. That was a that was a heck of a game. They ended up winning 28-25 in double overtime. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Anyway, yeah, I'm looking looking uh, forward to this game. I'm looking forward to seeing how they handle that as well. And uh, like you said, only only graduated three seniors, so. Uh, Of course, here and I'm on Friday, a nice crowd there as well. 
And if you're wondering, these two teams would be in that uh, San Anthony sectional as well. They feed into each other. Akamont Regional Champion will meet the winner of the uh, Oka Valley uh, Champion, which happens to be the number one overall seed there at St. Anthony uh, there. So, good see them later on. Definitely so. Same building. So, it'll be Caden uh, Miller jumping it up against uh, Schmidt uh, there to begin uh, this one here between Altamont and uh, St. Anthony in uh, the uh, battle here in uh, the uh, NTC here for uh, Conference Supremacy here at the uh, top. St. Anthony trying to close out another regular season champion to go along with their uh, tournament championship as well. So it's Miller jumping up against Schmidt here as we're underway, and Altamont will win the tip-off. And they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to uh, start this one as Millville will have it here on the right side as it'll be uh, here at the free throw line, giving it off to a yard house here on the left wing, and he'll pick it up and hand off to a Davis, and he'll take a jump shot. It's off no good. Rebounded by Brock Pierde for St. A. It's Schmidt quickly the other way here off the glass and in. First two points go to Ryan Schmidt and the St. Anthony Bulldogs. That was a nice uh, leaner off the glass there by Ryan Schmidt as uh, it's intercepted by Brock Pierday. Did a good job initially of breaking the pressure, but then they threw it away in the front court. And now down low, Brock Pierday goes high off the glass. No good, but it's rebounded by Caden Miller. And Altman has the house right in front of the dog. Town can't get the basket to fall. And rebounded by Schmidt. In a transition up to a fair day, and uh, it's going to get called for a travel. So, Canning get off to a Brock fair day, but uh, Canning uh, traveled with it, so it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. First turnover for St. Anthony. Altamont has, uh, has one as well. And uh, St. Anthony up 2 nothing here in the early going, as Altamont is looking to uh, find, find their footing here and uh, try to get some shots to fall. Full court press applied by uh, St. Anthony here. It's another turnover by Altamont right in the hands of Brock Pierde. Layup off the glass and in. And they're going to have a, a quick timeout for Coach Niebergie as well. So St. Anthony jumps out to the quick 4 nothing lead, and we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont needs basketball. Jack of them. I guess we'll just uh, keep it right here. Uh, uh, Coach Niebergy taking a, a quick 30-second timeout there, not liking how things uh, Altamont has uh, started uh, this one and also makes a, a quick sub as well as Davis will take his seat and Zane Miller will check into the game on for Altamont. One thing with uh, Ben Radel and, of course, Dylan Elam now out for the rest of the season. Inch hasn't been very deep for Altamont here, but... They can get some early minutes here in the early going as McManaway will have it here in the front court. High off the glass. Can't get that one to fall, but a ping-pong's around, and it's going to go off of Ruhal. So they'll stay right here with Altamont. That was a nice shot there off the off the backboard there by uh, McManaway. So just couldn't, just couldn't get the fall. Luckily, it went off St. Anthony. And so it'll be inbounded there and knocked away by Ruhal again, but instead, actually, it's going to go off of Millville, they say. So... It'll be another turnover back to uh, St. Anthony. Three turnovers so far here tonight by, uh, by the Indians. Only one by St. Anthony. Got to take care of the basketball here with the uh, number one team in the uh, state of 1A. Uh, it'll be a fear day with him between the circles at the top of the key. And now he gets over there to a Schmidt here on the right wing. 
They'll swing things around. Aruhal has it here on the left wing. And Aruhal will give it off to a Caning here at the top. Now back to Aruhal, and Santing will set it up. Santing going left to right on your radio dial, if I haven't mentioned that already. As there'll be a Ruhal crossing over a yard house, and they'll hand off to a West North with a weave action here, and they'll get over to a Schmidt here on the right wing, and they're passing it here on the perimeter here for St. Anthony. They try to hit uh, uh, Schmidt down low, and they got him, and he gets free. And another basket for Schmidt, and it's 6 nothing to St. Anthony. Yeah, they definitely, uh, Schmidt's got four points already here in the early going. And it's tipped here in the backcourt, and it's stolen away again by Brock Spirida. He goes out of the way, layup, can't finish. That's going to be rebounded by McManaway. And now Hoffman gets it across the timeline, and Millville here with it, and he picks up his dribble, and he's a little bit of trouble. He finds Caden Miller here on the perimeter, and now Caden will drive on a pure day, and he gets him up and under, a layup off the glass and an end, but they're going to call Caden with a travel. A man, just everything not going Altamont's way. Here to start this one as Caden traveled with it there, and it'll be a turnover back to the Bulldogs. And as Dane Miller checked out, and KD's back in. Yeah, definitely. I think it's not going going the, the Indians' way. I mean, they're only down six nothing, but they already have uh, have five turnovers so far mm-hmm. here in the early early going. Yeah, definitely not how you want to start the game for Altamont. As Schmidt will go over to Westendorf here on the uh, left wing as Davis has guarded him and Westendorf. Shovels his feet now, and so it'll be a turnover. First one of the game, or second one of the game for St. Anthony. Ball back to Altamont here with 4.51 to go. Altamont's still trying to look for points. Yeah, they are. They've, they've had some They've had some nice shots. They really have. They just can't give them the ball. But they break the backdoor press as it's going to be Millville spinning around. Can't get that one to fall either in the paint. And rebounded there by Spearday for St. Anthony. Ruhal the other way. Glickly mid-range jumper is no good. Rebounded by Caden Miller. And McManaway will get it across the timeline. A picked up by Ruhal to get it across. Yarhouse here on the right wing. It picks up a screen. And now here almost a trap. He goes over to McManaway. Down low to Caden Miller. Spinner on the lane. Short little hook shot. No good. But Caden is fouled. So free throws coming for Caden Miller and Altamont searching for their first points of the game here. That foul's on the. Uh... Number 43, Max Koenig for uh, St. Anthony. That's his first team first. Hopefully, let's get uh, Alamo get some points on the board here. Yeah, maybe it's just getting the, seeing the ball go through the hoop. Can't make it. So, uh, 0 for 1 on the free throws for Jada Miller and Yarhouse is going to get subbed out. And a Parker Bell is going to check in for Altamont as well. So, Caden is at the lineup for his second attempt. Second one's up, and that one's good. So finally, Altamont on the board. 418 to go here in the opening quarter. They trail 6 to 1. Yeah, finally, is something going here for Altamont. Caden Miller is 1 for 2 that trip. Also, subs in there for uh, St. Anthony, as I uh, saw that. Uh, let's see here. Brady Hatton is in there, as well as Sam Link returns for the Bulldogs as well. Link has the basketball, as it was Caning and Ruhal, the one taking his seat. As it's going to be Westendorf shuffling off there. Almost lost it by Hatton, but Anthony recovers. And now Westendorf almost dribbled off his foot there, but they get it to Westendorf. Now a high post for Hatton. He's trying to work against Caden Miller. They pass it back out to a link. So nice recovery by Altamont's defense. And Anthony will reset here. 
swinging on the perimeter here. Right wing is New Westendorf. He takes a mid-range jumper off the glass and in. Bank shot for Westendorf, and it's eight to one. Bank is open for St. Anthony. He was definitely not proud of one. No, not in the early going. As it'll be a Davis there in the left corner. Now down low to Kata Miller. He puts it up against Westendorf. He can't get it to go, but he's fast again. So two more free throws coming for Caden Miller. KD can uh, add, add some more points here on the board for the Indians. And so Caden's out the line for the second time tonight, and he makes the opening of the free throws. So now Altamont trails 8-2. Kata Miller makes the second free throw, so two for two on that trip. And uh, all three points is a Kata Miller at the line. They trail eight to three. Three minutes to go here in the opening quarter. As uh, it'll be uh, out there here on the perimeter over to Hatton. Now Link has it to Fearday, uh, uh, who's out of the top of the circle. Just steps inside the arc off the front of the rim. And rebounded by Kata Miller. Manaway will get it across the timeline, and they get it over their right side. It's to Millville. He drives, but kicks back, back out to a Davis here on the left wing. And Westendorf was right there to meet him to prevent the three-point attempt. Now Millville dribbles inside, and he's going to kick it in the corner to KD right in front of the dog pound. Can't get that one to fall either. And a rebound by Fearday. Almost poked away by McManaway, but Fearday gets control. He's in the front court here. Gives it to a link in between the circles. Now Link backs the back down. St. Anthony will run an offense. Over to a Westendorf. Now a Fear Day here on the left side. Swinging around here. That's Schmidt here on the left side. Now it's going to be Link. He drives. Thought about a step back jumper, but Bell's right there on the defense. All over him there. And a little bit of trouble, and they finally do with the five seconds. So five seconds closely guarded, and a good job there. Defensive effort by Parker Bell to force that. He's going to get a breather here as Yarhouse comes back in. And also, uh, Zane Miller might be coming back in as well. But Coach Rinker wants a uh, timeout. Yeah, so we'll take a timeout as well. You're listening out to my East basketball here on Jack Event. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Endless Center. It's Anthony and Altamont, and it will be Zane Miller checking back in to the game. As St. Anthony succeeds to the there, two oh one to go here in the opening quarter. Altamont only trailing by five. Going to be a Zane getting it in there to McManaway as St. Anthony will set up in a full court press. And McManaway picks up his dribble back here, and now Miller gets it up to Yard House, and they finally break the pressure. Kaden Miller will go baseline, but he lost it out of bounds. So another turnover, unfortunately, uh, there for Altamont. Give it to uh, St. Anthony. Yeah, that's number six. Number six turnover for Rosemont. Never given yet more turnovers and points. I'm just thinking a baptism by fire here 
going up against Anthony and putting in Zane Miller early and also Bell getting in some oh, early yeah. minutes as well. Sure. Brock Beard, he goes high up on last in for his second basket, 10-3. to three. And Davis will get it up to McManaway. And in between the circles here is Aiden, and he'll back it back out. And now come on a run and set. Davis has it here at the volleyball line. And it's going to be a handoff there to Miller. Zane Miller is over to Yarhouse. He spins around, puts up the shot off for glass and in for Yarhouse. His first two and the first made field goal by Altamont. It's now 10 5. Nice job there by Yarhouse. It looked like David versus Wyatt there for a minute, short as Yarhouse was against uh, Beard That's another thing. Anthony does have the height advantage as well. And nearly knocked away, but saved out of bounds. But it was right to a St. Anthony. And they'll reset. 45 seconds to go. Beardy drives off the glass. No good. And it's ping-ponged around. And Hatton comes down with the offensive board. He saves it from going out to Westendorf. He gets it back to Hatton, who establishes himself back. And now it's going to be uh, tipped out by McManaway. So it'll stay right here with the Bulldogs. So Zane Miller will check out. And Millville's back in. So you're down here in this game uh, for Altamont. You're down uh, Ben Radel or without Eli Miller. I see him down there in dress clothes. And, of course, Elam not playing the remainder of the season either. So uh, Altamont going to their bench early, and it'll be stolen away by McManaway. So turnover there by St. Anthony. And Millville will go across the timeline, 14 seconds left in the quarter. As it'll be Caden throwing a screen there. They get it to him, but instead it's thrown away right in the arms of Weston North. He flips on the floor on a turnover there. Three seconds. McManaway up to it. Davis, one-handed, one leg, three. And he can't get it to go. And after one quarter of play, St. Anthony 10, Altamont 5. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont basketball here on Jack of M. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep-fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Adelmont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Inno Center. St. Anthony leading after one quarter of play. 10 at 2.05 after eight minutes. Yeah, with uh, as much trouble as Altamont had there in the first quarter, Travis, they're only down, only down 10 to 5. So, um, I mean, I know they got seven turnovers only five points but they're still they're still within five you know five points so they're definitely not you know not out of this game at all that's all you got you try to give yourself a punch and chance to keep within striking distance 
As they'll swing it over there to a link in the corner, and he'll drive now underneath the basket, passes back out. There, that is uh, Caney. He's uh, back in. As they'll go over there to a link, and now to Caney here on the right wing. And uh, Caney will hand out here to a Fear Day, give it over to Hatton. Hatton over to a Ruhals back into the game, and uh, they'll go uh, back door, puts up the shot blocked by Caden Miller, but it finds himself into the arms of St. Anthony, and there's going to be a foul on St. Anthony and trying for the loose ball. So, unfortunately, those two points won't count, and it'll be a ball to Altamont. So, Kate Millville got uh, knocked down there in that, uh, that couple. Yeah, he got popped time. in the face. He did. He did, but he's, uh, he's up, uh, up like a champ and get the ball here inbounds. He took a pop to the face the other night, too, but... They double-team Millville, and Fierde just takes it away from him, and they're calling offensive foul. That was McManaway, who was there camping in the lane to draw the charge, and it's an offensive foul on Fierde. And having trouble with the inbound pass, stolen away by St. Anthony, and Fierde has the ball again, and he goes up and in. Two more points for Fierde. He's got half of them for the Bulldogs. They lead 12-5. Full court pressure applied by St. Anthony. Having trouble with it, and Altamont breaks it. Yarhouse here into the front court. Over to McManaway for three. Can't get it to fall. Yarhouse trying to track down loose ball. He's got it, but he's double teamed there in the deep corner. And it gets it to a Davis, and it's off of Fear Day. So it'll stay right here with Altamont. There's a lot of full court press by the Bulldogs and it just seems like they're they're everywhere all over the floor and Alamont just can't, uh, can't catch a break get anything going. As they trail 12 to 5, 640 to go here in the second period. As Millville gets the screen there by Caden Miller. Now they're working around it to Davis. Three-pointer good. KD for three. His first point of the night. Alamont trails 12-8. As they go over here to Fear Day here on the right wing. Now over to Hatton. They're swinging it here on the perimeter. Ruhal. Now Link has it. He thought about stepping into the three, but instead passes off to Caney. Now they'll swing it around here back to a Ruhal. Ruhal over to Hatton, and it'll be a Link with it over to Caney. He'll drive, step back, fadeaway jumper, back iron, no. And a rebound by Caden Miller. Manaway gets it into the front court here, and he lost it, and it's going to go off of St. Anthony. Are they going to call a foul? They are. So, St. Anthony, with a, a foul, got a forearm there. Foul's on uh, number 11, Nick Ruhal. That's his, that's his second, team's third. He'll sit down, and Westendorf will come back into the game. And uh, Schmidt and Westendorf will come back in. Missed by Millville, but Kata Miller gets an offensive rebound, and his putback is good. His first made field goal, and Altamont only trails by two now. 5.40 to go here in the first half. As it's Schmidt here on the left wing. They work it around, a two-a-link. Down low to Schmidt. He was open off the glass. Missed it. And rebound on by McManaway. KD gets it over to Kata Miller here in the left corner. He'll drive baseline, put it up, lay up off the glass. No. And also Link. Tried to draw the offensive foul, but Miller missed the layup anyway. Poked away by McManaway, and it's taken away. Steal by Altamont. And Coach Niebuhr calls a timeout. 
cause a little chaos, but Altamont only trailing by two here. 513 to go in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball, Jack event. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the MO Center. Altamont only is down by two, a 12, a 2, a 10, and they have the ball. So they have the opportunity to claw the way back here and potentially tie the game or take the lead. They break the pressure. Millville over to Kaden Miller off the glass and in and a tie. All right. 12-0 here as Link will get over there to Hatton. And now they'll get over to Westendorf here on the left wing. And Westendorf will get a screen of there by Schmidt, and he'll hand off to a Link. And he'll go over there and swing it here in the corner to Hatton, down low to a Link, trying to get position, a little hook shot, and rattled off and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Here comes Altamont. As Millville will get across the timeline. Davis here on the left side, and now they'll work it to a Millville, and he'll get it to Akeda Miller for three. No, and off the front of the rim, rebounded by Westendorf. Westendorf in a transition, and leads it off to uh, Caning over there. Now a link. We'll link things over to Hatton. He'll drive baseline, and they're going to say that there's a foul on the baseline. I thought Hatton may have stepped out, but instead they're going to call it a uh, block on Altamont. Fouls on 42, Caden Miller, his first, team's first of the quarter. So Link will take a seat. And so will Yarhouse. He'll get a breather and a Zane Miller back in for Altma. As they get into two of Brock Spiriday off the glass, can't get it to fall and rebounded by Millville. Altamont tied here with St. Anthony at 12, coming up on four minutes to go in the second quarter. Millville get over to a Miller down low with two K to Miller up, and it's no good off the glass. And rebounded there by Caney. Up to Schmidt. Jumper, good. They hand down, man down, and Schmidt knocked that one down. It's 14-12, and they take it away again here in the backcourt. As it was knocked away by Fearday. Now over to Westendorf. And he gets Melville up in the air and no shot on the continuation. So instead it'll just be an out-of-bounds play for St. Anthony on the Altamont foul. I was on the 22. Cade Melville, that's his first Altamont second of the quarter. So it'll be a Westendorf getting it in. A 2A caning coming up on a 3.30 to go here in the second. St. Anthony leads back again by two. As it'll be a fear day over there in the corner to Hatton. And Hatton looking to do something with it. So a little handoff to a Brock Fear Day. He'll dribble it here across the perimeter. Now he'll go inside. Free throw line jumper. Nothing but net for Brock Fear Day. And it's 16 to 12. And a full court press by St. Anthony. 
Manaway's trapped back here, and Altamont will break it. Millville has it here into the front court. He goes all the way to the hole, off the glass, and in with a layup by Millville. His first two points. Altamont trails by two again, 16-14. Westendorf quickly the other way, trying to get inside position, and he walks. So a travel and a turnover back to Altamont. That's what I thought there. He picked up his, uh, his pivot foot and still uh, holding the ball in his hands there. So it's definitely a good call and turn over back to Altamont. Altamont breaks the pressure again by Millville, and he stops and had to take it away from behind by Fierday. So did a good job of initially breaking it, but it's stolen. And another loose ball is taken away by Altamont. So turnover by the Bulldogs. So Altamont looking to tie it up again. They go try to go down low to Caden Miller, and it's picked off there by the defense by Hatton. So another turnover by Altamont. Traded turnovers here. Westendorf, jumper right in the face of Davis. Missed, but Caden Miller had it initially, and it's taken away, and it goes off of Caden, they say. So it'll still be Bulldogs basketball. And they'll inbound there on the baseline. Underneath the basket, right side. As it'll be a Westendorf, either one take it out. And uh, Davis sits down and Parker Bell checks back in for Altamont. Nearly poked away, but they get it down low to Hatton off the glass and in. For Brady Hatton, his first two. And it's a back to a four-point lead, 18-14. Pressure in the backcourt, but Altamont breaks it. It's the house here on the right wing. He waits for his teammates. Now they swing it over there to a Bell. Bell drives, and he'll pick up his dribble back out to McManaway. McManaway will back it back out and then call a play here. And uh, so McManaway will have it here on the right wing, and he gets free. Mid-range jumper, front of the rim, can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Caney for St. Anthony. That'll be Westendorf bring it up. 90 seconds remaining in the half. Anthony leading by four. Here they has it. Swinging on their perimeter there. Three pointer by Westendorf was way too long. And rebounded by McManaway. So a minute 15 to go. Altamont gets into the front court. And McManaway has it here on the right wing. And he'll work it over there to a yard house here on the left side. A little pump fake. Alex drives inside. He's underneath the basket. Out to Bell for three. Too long. Airballed it and rebounded by Schmidt. Under a minute to go here in the half. As they go a fear day. He'll drive inside. A little pump fake and now back it back out. Anthony might work some clock here with 40 seconds left. As they'll work it here on the perimeter to a Brock Fearday. He tries to get free of Yard House. Now they'll swing it over here. Nearly stolen by McManaway, but it's Westendorf. Stop the pop. Actually, that's Schmidt. A high off the glass. No good, but Ryan is fouled, so Ryan Schmidt will go to the line. Shooting two free throws here. Out of on McManaway is first. First T serve. So uh, Schmidt made the free throw, so it makes it 19 to 14. Bell and uh, Zane Miller will take a seed, and uh, KD's back in, as well as Millville. So it's 
Garhouse, Millville, McManaway, Kata Miller, and Davis, the five for Altamont, and Schmidt goes two for two, making both free throws. And it's now a 20 to 14 lead for St. Anthony with 25 seconds left in the half. So it'll be Manaway getting across and stolen away again by Fearday. Fearday goes coast to coast, the layup good for Brock. He's in the double figures now, and St. Anthony opens up a 22 14 lead. 10 seconds left, got to get it across. Millville, five seconds left. Pick up his dribble over to Kaden Miller. Three pointer for Kaden. Can't get it to fall back iron. And rebounded by Fearday. And that'll do it for the first half. So after two quarters of play, it's Anthony 22, Altamont 14. And we'll be back in a few minutes. We'll calculate the first half statistics as well as we'll try to check out some other scores from around the area. And we'll definitely get you up to date on the rest of the broadcast schedule, how that looks like the rest of the week because we got more boys basketball on Friday. And girls basketball on a Thursday for the regional championship. So we'll tell you about that as well coming up here on the halftime show. But here in the Inland Center tonight, it's Anthony leading Altamont 22-14. We'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime report. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jackson. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. 
Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians basketball. Welcome back here to the Inlow Center. Here at halftime, it is St. Anthony in the lead, 22-14 over Altamont. As uh, they're in that second quarter, Altamont did get back in it after uh, being held off the uh, scoreboard for uh, the uh, longest time there in the opening quarter. I thought it was going to be a repeat of that second quarter uh, there on a Saturday against uh, Tuscola. But uh, once Altamont found their footing there on the scoring column, they got in there with 418 remaining in the uh, first quarter with some free throws. There by Caden Miller uh, there. And uh, Altamont had it tied up at one point uh, there. And they were within striking distance within uh, two points. Uh, but then a flurry there at the very end of Forest A&A as they now have the uh, lead again by eight, 22 to uh, 14 uh, here at halftime. And, uh, man, just the uh, turnovers have been a pretty costly uh, for Altamont, having a hard time dealing with that. Uh, pressure that St. Anthony is applying into the backcourt there as soon as St. Anthony is inbounding the ball or Altamont's inbounding the ball. You got two guys around the ball handlers and uh, that's just been basically uh, turnovers there from there. So uh, Altamont, I need to adjust with the uh, turnovers there and cut down on them. But in all in all, there in the second quarter, it was tied at one point uh, there. So uh, that was uh, pretty good from that perspective. Yeah, definitely, it's pretty pretty good from that that perspective. They, you know, only down, only down as much trouble as they had in that first quarter. They only down ten to five, and uh, they did come back to tie it up. They were on that little seven seventy two run there, but uh, fortunately after that, they only scored uh, two more points. The only, and uh, Stanton scored ten, so they went on the run themselves. Alamont finds himself down 22-14 at, uh, at halftime here. I'm still definitely out of the woods yet. But, uh, I do have Alamont down for thir- 13 turnovers. Wow. Very uncharacteristic for Alamont's team to have that many in the whole game, let alone the first half. Um, speaking of turnovers, I got Brock Fearday down for uh, seven steals. So he's just been a, he's wow. just been a ball hawk. And, uh Let's go over some stats here. As, uh, we'll start with Brock Day first. I got him with uh, 10 points. He's 5 for 11 from the field. Four rebounds, seven steals. Colin Westendorf, 1 for 2 from the field. Two points, 0 for 1 from three-point range. Uh, Nick Ruhal, 1 from the field. And Max Koenig, 0 for 1 from the field. Uh, Hatton, he's 1 for 1 from the field with two points. Lane, 0 for 1. Ryan Schmidt, he's 3 for 4 from the field. And two for two from the free throw line with uh, eight points for a total of 22. I do have Santi down for eight turnovers, so they do, they do have uh, they have turnovers as well, so they weren't completely flawless. Uh, Santi 10 of 21 from the field for 47%, 0 for 1 from 
three-point range and two for two from the free throw line. Uh, Bravamont, Alec Yarhouse, he's one for two from the field. Caden Davis was over one from the field and one for three from three-point range with three points. Uh, Parker Bell, he's over one from three-point range. Caden Millville, one for three from the field with two points. Aiden McManaway, over one from the field and over one from the three-point range. Caden um, Miller, he's two for six from the field and over two from the three-point range. He's three for four from the free-throw line. And uh, Zane Miller has came in and played, but uh, has not scored. Alamont, four of 13 from the field for 31%, one for seven from the three-point range for 14%, and three for four from the free-throw line for 75%. Uh, yeah, there in that, that first quarter, they started making things happen second quarter there, Travis, I just know they couldn't, uh, they really did have some nice shots there in the first quarter, they just couldn't get anything to, uh, to fall, you know, it's just like there's an invisible, you know, lid or something on, on the rim, it's, everything was, everything would, uh, you know, bounce around the rim, you know, but uh, wouldn't go in, so uh, as Alcimont makes their way back out on the floor here, it's uh, a couple minutes left to go before we start the third quarter, and uh I mean, they just gotta. I mean, they're they're doing. They just gotta find some way to beat beat that uh, full court press that uh, Saint is bringing every every trip down down the floor. And uh, you know, Coach. I mean, sure, the reason Coach Drinker's doing that because he knows Alamont. You know, he knows the talent of Alamont. He knows Alamont can be. You know, the team seems to beat them. You know, and, you know, you know, have their uh, unblemished season in NTC. You know. Uh, Go go Allery and uh, go to the wayside and uh, I think you know that's why he's uh, that's why he's doing that. Cause he knows, uh, you know, I, I guess in a way you might you know look at as a respect thing. You know, he respects him so much. He knows, you know, they you know they can they can possibly be beat by the team, so he wants to put as much pressure on them as they can, as he can and see if see if he can uh, see if they can break that and beat that and uh, win the game. Deal with a game like that. That's kind of how I, how I'm looking at it. But uh, definitely, uh, definitely a lot, lot more basketball gets to be played here at the uh, Inland Center tonight. Sixteen more minutes. I do have a uh, final score to uh, report, and uh, I'm not in any uh, sort of shouting distance from uh, Coach Nieberge, so I uh, probably got the game recorded at home, or he'll watch it later. But uh, Illinois was victorious over Michigan. Uh, tonight, 97 to uh, 68, and also happy to report that Juwan Howard still is 0-8 against Illinois and against Coach Underwood in his uh, career uh, there at uh, Michigan. But who's counting, right? And uh, also, uh, we have uh, games going on on Thursday as well with the uh, girls over there in uh, Detroit. They're going to go for a regional championship, so I saw Coach Carr uh, taking in the uh, game uh, tonight uh, here as well as a few of uh, the players down there as well for Altamont, so congratulations to them. They're going to be playing against Decatur St. Teresa, who was victorious over at Dietrich last night uh, there in the Dietrich Regional Championship uh, there. So that game will tip off at 6 o'clock in my coverage for you right here on Jack FM, as well as senior night here for St. Anthony, and it'll be senior night for Altamont on a Friday night uh, there. We're underway here in the second half with the starters out there on the floor for Altamont. It's going to be Kata Miller. Up stepping in the lane, and he lost it on the way to the basket. So Altamont starts out with a turnover here to begin the second half. Anthony will be going right to left. 
on a radio dial here for them. All starters out there on the floor. It's a Schmidt, Fearday, Caning, Wessendorf, and Ruol has the ball now and had it blocked by Millville. Swatted away out of bounds, so it'll stay right here with the Bulldogs. Altamont's got Millville, Yarhouse, Caden Miller, Davis, and Manaway in the uh, five starting tonight for Altamont with a short bench without Eli Miller out there tonight. And it'll be a Westendorf here on the right wing, and they'll go over to a Brock Fairday. Now over to a Ruhal here on the left side. And now they'll work it around here to a Caney. And they'll pass over there to a Fairday. And Fairday will hold the ball and give it to a Ruhal. Ruhal will drive, and he gets free for a second, but gets it out to Westendorf. He'll drive. Had a block from behind by Davis. So it'll be Altamont basketball. As would be Caden Miller over to Millville. He's over for three. Ah, missed it. And rebounded by Schmidt for Anthony. That'll be Ruhal getting across the timeline. And it is Fearday with it here on the right side. And a Fearday free throw line jumper way short, but Katie's right there for the offensive rebound. He go back up and under with it. And it's Katie with the basket. His first two points is 24 to 15, and uh, Coach Nieberge wants a uh, timeout, I believe, uh, there, and also run an offensive foul on that one. But I think he's going to win that one, and has a timeout of the four on Altamont. Uh, so we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont now trails by double digits here, 621 to go here in the third. We'll be right back in the 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont and basketball here on Jacobin. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here at the FM Center, it's 24 to 14. And Anthony with the lead. It's 21 to go here in the third. As that last basket there was by Max Caney, and Altamont immediately took the timeout. And I think that was timeout to talk to the team a little bit, but also to voice the displeasure of the call as well. So uh, it'll be a live basketball here as the R-House will take it across the timeline, and he almost got away with over and back there. And that's what Anthony was worried about, and it's going to be a blocking foul the other way on St. Anthony as Kata Miller was hopping in the lane, and so it'll be a spin-out-of-bounds play for Altamont. Fouls on uh, Max Keenan, his, uh, his second team's first. Into a Kata Miller goes up and under off the glass. No, but a foul. So, Kata Miller going to be back to the free throw line here and uh, picking up a couple of uh, quick fouls is uh, Keenan, I believe. Yep, that's going to go against him, too. Yep, Keenan's third, Sandy's second. So, Coach Rinker will have to uh, make the uh, switch here for 
St. Anthony, and it looks like Brady Hatton will be coming in for him. And it's so Kata Miller will go back to the free throw line tonight. Third trip there as we have the mop here at St. Anthony, too. And athletic director, Mr. Palmer, Kevin Palmer, wiping up the uh, perspiration there. Kata Miller made the free throw. Makes it 24-15. to 15. Coming up on six minutes to go in the third. And Hatton officially checks in. Second free throw was a little bit short off the front of the rim and rebounded by Westendorf. So Kata Miller goes one for two there. And can only cut it to nine. Schmidt way off on the three-pointer, but Spearday's there for the offensive rebound. Kicks it out to Ruha. In and out, no good. Hatton with his rebound. It's no good either. And finally pulled down by Kaden Miller. So a couple of missed opportunities there for St. Anthony. Couldn't cash in. As McManaway will have it here in the front court. He'll spin around and he'll pick up his dribble, double team, and gets it back out to Millville. Millville trying to fight for position and gets it over there to McManaway in the corner. Now to Yarhouse calling for it for three. In and out. No good. A couple bounces off the rim and it doesn't fall through. For Alec, and so it'll be Stanthony in transition. Westendorf thought about shooting the three, but they'll go to Fear Day. High post, back out to Ruhal. And they'll swing things over to Westendorf. Now it's going to be a Schmidt little pass fake, and back out to Ruhal. Stanthony will work it around here. Ash Hatton will be in the corner. And now they go over to Brock Fear Day. And a good ball movement here by Stanthony. They go Brock Fearday, high post, jumper, no. But it's offensive rebound by Schmidt. His putback's good, though. He's in the double figures and leads 11, 26-15. And it'll be over to a Davis, and Altamont will be the one working around here. Yarhouse picking up a screen up from a Millville. And now over to a Manaway with 420 to go in the third. And away will back it out. Pick up a screen there by Caden Miller. And try to give it to him on the give and go, but instead they'll kick it out to KD for three. Switch. Got it. KD, second three of the game. And it's 26 18. Six points for KD on the night. High pass for Schmidt, but hauls it down. Now Weston North gives it off there, and they'll swing it over here in the left corner to a Brock Beardet. And a Brock will kick it to Schmidt. A little bit of miscommunication. Went it right through the no man's land with uh, Schmidt and Westendorf. And so it'll be a turnover at Alphamont. Yeah, he uh, thought he was going one way and he went the other. And uh, passes to nobody. And I tell you, break the press there by Alphamont. And they're already here in the front court. Davis is opening in for three. KD's heating up. 26-21. Osmond now within five. And it's going to be a travel by Schmidt. So a turnover back to Altman. Altman making a run out of here. They are third turnovers uh, this half by Stanley. Only one and a half for Altman. Ought to be a Altman with possession. 325 to go here in the third. They now are trailing by five. As it's going to be Manaway inside, high off the glass. No, and rebounded by Schmidt. Over to a Westendorf. He dribbles through traffic. He lost it. Ball's on the ground. And they shuffle it over there to a Fear Day. 
and uh, they'll get it over there and uh, get it out and run some offense. As Coach Niebuhr, I really wanted them to pick up that uh, ball there. He's almost out of the coach's box. Download of fear day. Can't get it to fall. And the rebound is spot four. Jaden slides for it. And Western North gets control of it. So, Anthony out to a fear day for three. Can't get it to go. Got an offensive rebound by Smith. There's going to be a foul on Altamont. In the uh, third quarter here, Anthony pulling down the offensive rebounds here. That they are. That they are. More perspiration as Coach Franker is wiping, wiping basketball off. Now, last foul went on Caden Miller. Caden Miller, yeah, he's second. second. So, Coach Rieker and the officials will wipe off the uh, basketball, and we're back to playing here. And Western North will take it out in front of the San Anthony cheerleaders here. As uh, they'll go over to uh, Link here on the right wing. Link picked it up, down low to Hatton. And Hatton underneath, getting fighting for a position with Caden Miller. And the shot was way too long, rebounded by Millville. McMahon away over to Davis for three. Can't get the fall back iron. Brock Beardy looking for the run out here. Four on one against Altamont. And a trailer is Schmidt. Swish. Schmidt for three. And it's back to an eight-point lead, 29-21. And it'll be Altamont and breaking the uh, San Anthony press. Under two to go here in the third. As McMahon away. We'll have it here. Backdoor cut to Millville. Way up off the glass and in. For Millville, his second basket tonight. 29-23. cut there to Millville. Minute 40 to go here in the quarter. The Westendorf at the free throw line. Back out to a fear day for three in the corner. No. Rebounded by McManway. 90 seconds left here in the quarter. Out on a trailing by a six. Millville. Almost blows by his defender there, but it's going to go back out to McManaway. Millville dribbles inside, and he'll put it up. Left the layup a tad short, and rebounded by Westendorf. Minute 10 to go. Down low, Fearday, layup good. Brock Fearday for two more, and it's 31-23, back to an eight-point lead. Fourth anything, it's another timeout for Coach Niebuhr. And Altamont only got a couple left. Minute six left in the third quarter, and we'll take a 30-second break as well. You're listening to my Indians basketball here on Jack Event. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the MO Center. It's Anthony, 31-23, opening up a lead here against Altamont with a minute and six remaining. Altamont's cut it close a couple of different times by five and by six. A couple of big baskets there by Schmidt and Pierday have opened it back up here for St. Anthony. 
that they have. Uh, Alamont, Caden Davis there was on fire there for a little bit in uh, back-to-back threes. He uh, recently missed one, kind of cooled off there. But uh, Alamont seems to be uh, breaking this press here, though, a little bit by singing. And it's going to be a little bit of a one-man pressure as they back out of it. As McManaway goes over to Katie for another three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Brock Pierday. Quickly up, trying to go too fast. And it was a high pass for Link. So it'll be out of bounds to Altamont on the turnover by the Bulldogs. The fourth turnover of the half for the Bulldogs. And it'll be McManaway easily breaking the pressure. Goes all the way, puts it up, and good off the line. For McManaway, his first two points. It's 31 25. Westendorf. Runs off the three-point line, and now double-team. Passes over to Hatton. Swinging over to Brock Day here at the top of the key. Now Westendorf open for three. Off the front of the rim, and Davis pulls down the rebound. 20 seconds left. Final shot here for Altamont in this quarter. You got to figure. Yeah, I would say so. In a screen there by Caden Miller. McMahon away over the corner of the aisle for three. Yeah. Three, four, Yarhouse. So it's in three. Two seconds left. Here it is from that court. Uh-oh, back iron. Oh, wow. And almost took a bounce in. But Alec Yarhouse with a huge three to end the third quarter. It's only a three-point game. 31-28, Altamont Trails. Eight minutes left in this one. And we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball Jack of them. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here at the Inland Center it is a 31-28. Altamont trails by a three here to start the final quarter. That was a humongous three by Alex there. It was. Altamont outscores to Anthony at third quarter, 14-9. Said they had a bad quarter. Maybe that was it, but maybe they'll continue the trend here as the same thing will start off with the ball with the final quarter. Ruhal, free throw line jumper, back iron, and fight for the rebound. And it's going to be taken away by Caney, and finally they're going to call a health ball, and the possession arrow favors Altamont. Now, so Caden Miller is a slow to get up after he fell down there with Caning and Caden uh, battling there as he'll run to the uh, bench to get wrapped up again. And so Zane Miller will have to uh, check in. And he'll run to the locker room 
uh, there. So Caden will run off, and uh, Mr. Palmer will come running in with a mop. It's all the way here towards the far wall, so able to get just enough time before the stall for Arcata Miller. Maybe. And uh, so it'll be a yard house going to be inbounding, and Altamont will have to go the full length of the floor with it. And uh, so Altamont uh, starting this quarter, only uh, trailing by three. And uh, also uh, to note there that Altamont only down to a couple more timeouts left in the whole game. So it'll be a Zane Miller on the inbound, and uh, they'll get it to McManaway and Caden's back out of the locker room. Maybe just got a bloody nose or something. And it'll be a Zane Miller there in the corner. Nearly stolen away. It is stolen away by Link. By McMahon or Milgo gets his hand on it. And that causes it to go out of bounds where it stays off Belmont. So I'll stay right here with St. Anthony, but we're all the way in the front court here. Yeah, Link stole away. He tried to pass it up to uh, Mark Schmidt, maybe, and it was, it was tipped up in the air by an Altamont player and ended up going out of bounds off Altamont. So Zane Miller will check out, and Caden wants to get back into this game desperately. For sure. And Westendorf gets it in to a beer day, and he gets it back over to Westendorf here in the right corner. They uh, well as a fake pass, missed the shot, and the rebound, offensive rebound again to a Ruhal. So uh, St. Anthony controls it, still leading by three. A minute gone here in the fourth. As we go to Caney here on the right wing. Over to Aruhal. Now Schmidt. Schmidt, triple team, throws up the shot, bounces off the rim, no, and rebounded by Milgo. Southmont can get within one or tie it. As Millville, or that's McManaway, he'll get it over to uh, Millville. He's double teamed over to McManaway, over to Yarhouse, so far for three in the tie. Front of the rim, no, but Caden pulls down the offensive rebound, puts the double team, missed the layup, and rebounded. There by Katie. That uh, was Spear Day. And St. Anthony's going to call for the travel. So, that gives the ball back to Altma on the turnover. Yes, it does. And uh, Altma definitely needs to be uh, taking advantage of this right here. Absolutely. Within striking distance, all you can ask for. Down by three here. 31 and 28. St. Anthony has Millville. Dribbles to his right and gives it off to McManaway. He spins around, had it nearly taken away by Schmidt, but Yarhouse gets it, and there's going to be contact, and it's going to be going against St. Anthony as McManaway and Schmidt collided there, and they're going to call a foul there on uh, Schmidt. That'll be his first, St. Anthony's first of the quarter. Oh, it'll be it. it on the sidelines there on the St. Anthony side. For Altamont, as it'll be Millville here at the volleyball line, and he'll spin around and he'll give it off there. Or no, he doesn't. He still holds on to it. Up McManaway, dangerous pass there, and almost a steal by C. Anthony. But instead, they're going to call a foul on the Bulldog ripping it away. That's going to be on uh, Max Koenig. That's his fourth, team second. So Haddon will have to come in uh, for. Caning with those so four fouls. And Ruhal also will check out and Sam Link back in for the Bulldogs. 5.50 to go. Altamont only trailing by a three here. They have the ball. 
Yarhouse is the one of taking it out, looking to get into it. Kata Miller, and there's going to be a, a travel. Woo! So it'll wow. be a, a travel on Kata Miller, almost a collision there with Spear Day to try to possibly tie it up. But instead, it's going to be a travel on Kaden. You barely have possession of that. Yeah, I know. I didn't see much there. Definitely Coach Zebra disagrees as well. So it'll be a Bulldogs basketball. 5.40 to go. As it'll be over there to a Fear Day. And now Wessendorf has it back to a Fear Day who's running baseline. And now a Fear Day gets a screen there by Link over to a Wessendorf here right side. High post for Hatton. Cross court pass to Link for three. Can't get it to fall. Hatton with the offensive board. Put back. Door Hatton. His second basket. And that opens the lead of four. 33-28. Or five, excuse me. Coming up on five minutes to go as well. Millville back out to Akita Miller. He'll drive off the uh, three-point line. Missed the layup. And it's going to be rebounded there by Schmidt. Fires it up at two of Fear Day. Stops and pops off the glass. Can't get the bank to fall. And rebounded by Millville. Also, we got Akita Miller and Westendorf behind the player. That's Schmidt. And Stanton gets the ball back. There a little chaos there as the Bulldogs get possession back as Hatton will have it here in the left corner. They're over to a Fear Day. And now it'll be Link over to Hatton. Anthony working around here as Westendorf. Well, a dribble here. He'll spin around. He's at the underneath, and it's blocked by Millville again. That's going to go out, so he'll stay right here with Anthony. So it'll be a Westendorf. The one taking out, gets it in. Nearly knocked away by McManaway. Still fighting for the ball there with the Schmidt. And Schmidt's here in the corner. And he's going to call for the double dribble. So a double dribble by Schmidt. And a turnover backed out from him. Six turnovers in this half for uh, Anthony. They had eight, eight in the first half. So Millville with the ball, trying to get it up against Westendorf. He crosses the timeline and breaks the pressure. And over to a KD here on the left wing. And a Davis will take it up. Short handoff to a Millville in the corner to a McManaway for three. Yeah. Three-pointer for a McManaway. And it's a two-point game, 33-31. Schmidt running off the line. He gets off on table. Turnover back to... Altamont. Altamont can tie it up or take the lead. First lead of the game, potentially. For sure, yeah. They've, uh, they've had it tied, but uh, never had lead in the game. So, bottom line here on this possession. Getting interesting here. Definitely. So, 3.40 to go in the game. Altamont trailing by two here. As Millville gets it across the timeline. Started closely there. Layup for the tie. No. And wrestle for the rebound by Schmidt. And they get a tie-up with Schmidt and Kaden Miller. But the possession arrow, one official said, okay, now so they say possession arrow favors to Anthony. One official pointed to Southmont. One pointed to St. Anthony. So it'll be a St. Anthony with the arrow. And so KD ran over there to the bench to... Get something adjusted on his hand. 
So St. Anthony will have the ball. They're up by two. It's nearly a steal there. Fierde for three. No good. Back iron and Davis skies for the board. McManaway has it here on the left side. And now getting a screen there by KD. And McManaway picked it up. Finds Caden Miller here on the right wing. And Caden now will drive, spin around, and goes up and under. Back out to McManaway. Under three to go. McManaway will spin. Jumper! Yeah! McManaway with the jumper. Tied at 33. Altamai giving the number one team in the state all they can handle tonight. And Coach Nimbergy implying that the Altamai faithful rise to their feet. And Coach Rieker wants a timeout. So St. Anthony takes the T.O. We're all tied up here. 33 all. 237 to go in the fourth. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 618- 322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Inmo Center. As we are all tied up here, 33-33. San Anthony does have the basketball here, but Altman is tying things up as it trailed by double digits at one point, 12 points here in the second half. Backdoor cut, Fierde layup, can't get it to go, but he is fouled from behind by Millville, so it's going to be a free throws upcoming for Brock Fierde. Nice job, though, by Kate Millville to go up and uh, he'll definitely uh, prevent from getting that uh, easy That'll be uh, Melville's second foul in the game. And a free throw good by Brock. And that gives Anthony the one-point lead, a 34-33, 2.27 to go in the game. As it'll be a second free throw is off, and it's fighting for the rebound. Hatton, Miller, sky for the board, and it's going to be Altamont coming away with it. So it'll be McManaway getting up with 2.15 to go. Altamont trailing by one. That's Fierde went or one for two there. Aiden Miller over to McManaway. Three point in the and the lead. McManaway for three. And it's 36 34. Altamont with the lead. Two minutes to go. Third away. And it's going to be intercepted by Yarhouse. Carroll going the other way. Layup missed it. And rebounded by Westendorf. Russell's it away. Anthony now running the other way. Hatton. Layup off the glass. Bounces in. And we're tied at 36. With a layup by Hatton. A minute 40 to go. McManaway with that big three there to give Altamont the lead. With the ball. Now McManaway, high post for Kaden Miller, jumper in the lane, short. And it's going to be airballed. And I'm saying it was tipped. So it's going to be off of St. Anthony. So it'll stay right here at Altamont with a minute 24 to go. I wondered about that whenever Caden took that shot. I, you know, he usually doesn't leave it that short, but uh, I wondered if it might have been tipped there, and obviously it was. So Link 
sits down and Ruhal checks back in, so it'll be Yarhouse inbounding on the baseline. All tied at 36. Altamont easily gets it in. And Millville, he goes all the way. Way up, puts it up. King is a foul, but he is fouled. So Millville will go to the line to shoot two free throws to potentially give Altamont the lead here. That shot was blocked as you would have for, but it's still almost went Yeah. Out, so that was uh, kind of a, almost a circus shot there in a way. And yeah. fouls on uh, number 11, Nick Ruhall for San Third, team third of the quarter. Millville missed the free throw. They'll get another one, though, and hit back iron. So we're still tied at 36, a minute 18 to go. As Millville winds up for a second attempt. Second one is good. So one for two there. All that matters is gives out by the lead, 37-36, and a minute 15 to go. And now Coach Rinker wants a timeout. So with that, Altamont leads 37-36, a minute 11 to go here in the fourth. And we'll take a quick 30-second timeout as well. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and Jack of this. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. What a game here tonight as Altamont has the one-point lead over number one in a Class 1A, St. Anthony, 37-36. And uh, St. Anthony on a timeout there to discuss things here tonight and also a battle for the top of the conference as well. Altamont's got one more game to go, but St. Anthony wins this, their conference champs, and Altamont wins this, they're still undefeated. So it'll be the Bulldogs inbounding here. It's going to be Ruhal getting across the timeline. And it's going to be Brock Fearday, left side, coming on up on a minute to go. Fearday drives, stops the pop, good. And now St. Anthony with the lead back. 38-37, a minute to go. Millville gets across the timeline. Spins around his defender over to Yarhouse. He fakes, and now back over to uh, Millville. 40 seconds left. Millville screen by uh, Kaden Miller. Here comes a double team over to Kaden Miller. And a call a travel. A travel on Kaden Miller. And it's going to be a turnover back to uh, St. Anthony. Not coming at the worst time, but Almont's still only down by one point. 38.2 left to go. Uh, 38 to 32, uh, or 38.2 seconds left. High pass, but uh, Millville was grabbing uh, Fear Day from behind. You can tell the jersey almost came out of the shorts there. So uh, does, we do have a lot of fouls left to give here for Almont. and both teams, really. Millville's third, Almont's second of the quarter. So 37.9 left. A little time went off the clock. Westendorf will get it in and gets it in to two of Fear Day, who almost threw it away. And Westendorf 
Now we'll have it over to uh, Fear Day, and Kata Miller will foul. Only their third team foul, so still got a couple more to notice than say Anthony to the line. Kate Miller's third. So now it'll be a Caning inbounded here close to the St. Anthony bench. And uh, so a Caning will look to inbound. And he gets it in easily there to a Schmidt. And it's going to be a nearly poked away from behind by McManaway, but instead they're going to call a reach in on McManaway. So one more foul, and St. Anthony will be shooting free throws. McManaway second, Alvon fourth. And it's going to be Caning now inbounding just in front of the scorer's table. And they get in an error to a Brock Beardy. 28 seconds left. Low pass for Westendorf. Still in the backcourt here. Brock Beardy finally gets it, and they're finally going to call a foul on your house. So now St. Anthony into the bonus. And a Brock Beardy will be there shooting too. Our house is first. Uh, I want fifth in the quarter. Only one for two from the line earlier for Beer Day, and that's what he's got in the game. And he makes that one, nothing but net. And it's 39-37, and Coach Niebuhr wants to ice Beer Day a little bit. So 23 seconds exactly left, and Stanton leads 39-37 with one more free throw coming. And so we'll take a quick 30 as well. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack Event. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 23 seconds left here, and in this one, Anthony has the two-point lead, and it'll be a Caning back at the, or Brock Day at the line for one more free throw. And so potentially Altamont is setting up for the uh, potential uh, tying play or maybe just to go for two, depending on the outcome of this free throw. And also you have St. Anthony, and well, you foul up three. And people say you always foul up three. See what Coach Rinker does if that moment arises. They only have three team fouls. So it'll be a fear day at the line for a second attempt. Made the first, missed the second, and it's going to be rebounded by Westendorf. And now a dangerous will foul him, so missed the free throw but couldn't get the offense or couldn't get the rebound. And now two free throws coming up here for Westendorf. And that foul's on the number five, Caden Davis. That's his first. And so it'll be Westendorf at the line for two. May the first. First trip to the line of for Westendorf. And he can make it a two-possession game here with 20.5 left with a free throw. Second one is off. And the rebound's by Caden Miller. So, out to my trailer by three. 15 seconds left. McManaway gets it across half court. McManaway traps it there on the sideline. 
Cross-court pass to Davis in the corner for the tie. And he missed it. Back iron. Rebounded by St. Anthony. And that might do it. A good look for KD in the corner. But couldn't knock it down. Well, it was a really good look. He was wide open. At and first, I didn't see him over the score. I wondered who McManaway was passing. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's going to be a free throw coming here for Ryan Schmidt. And a 3.3 left. Altamont does still have a timeout left. And the free throw is good. So, four-point lead for St. Anthony. Two-possession game, 3.3 left. And a second free throw is no good. McManaway gets it. Baseball toss, and it's no good. Air balls it, and that's the game. What an effort tonight by Altamont. They gave it all they had. They did. They gave the number one team in Class 1A a run for their money and also number one in the Inestro rankings as well. And uh, it was a, a close one, but Altamont will drop their first game in the conference. And uh, so that means that St. Anthony will take it this year, conference champion of the regular season. And uh, they'll finish the conference 8-0. They'll move to 27-4 and on the season. And Altamont will fall to 18-8 on the year and 6-1 and in the conference with one more conference game for them to go. So uh, we'll be back to wrap this one up for 41-37 at St. Anthony with the win tonight over Altamont. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Inland Center here at San Anthony High School. And Altamont Falls here to the number one team in a Class 1A of the San Anthony Bulldogs 41 37. Kate Davis had an awesome look there at the very end to potentially tie it there. Uh, but unfortunately, it's just not the outcome of that Altamont uh, was looking for here tonight. But a uh, fabulous effort by the Indians. I see uh, Coach Dieberge, uh making his way over here to our broadcast position, and he's here. So uh, we'll saddle him up on the headsets and untangle the wires for him. And Coach almost pulled it off there at the uh, very end. KD with a great look for the tie there, but ah, <laughs> close. Uh, the boys played their butts off. Uh, you know, we're down kind of arm and a leg a little bit. Um, yeah. So, uh, they, the boys stepped up. We stepped up in some major areas, played a couple freshmen. You know, they, you know, they gave us really good minutes. Um, it kind of, it was a this game is something that might springboard us a little bit the rest of the week and a half. We were, we've kind of been, you know, these are dog days. We've, we've had some tussles as families and practice and, you know, just to clear the air, but you know, these, these types of games where, you know, you, you know, you're down a few guys, you know, we need Eli. We know that, you know, he's going to come back soon with an illness, but it, it springboard just kind of to get us ready for that, for that next, that, that recent run. Right, and it was a good game, and indeed it was just not the outcome uh, we were looking out for there. But uh, like you said, playing a couple of our freshmen there with the early minutes, trial by fire, right against the number one team. Seems to do class one A. I seem to do that. I started Kate Millville at Diedrich last year. Dylan in the NCC championship. You know, yeah, you, you learn to play. You can play or you can't play. One or two, I'll find out. Um, so you know. Uh, we got off to a good start, I think. Uh, you know, I, I, I was bound and determined if we were going to get down four, I was calling timeout. If we were going to get down eight, I was going to call timeout. If we get down 12, we were going to call timeout. I was going to let them kind of go and get on a big run in that first quarter. Sure. Um, they got out, you know, I think it was 8-1 maybe, eight, or we got back to 8-3, you know, but then we, we kind of kept it close the rest of the way, you know. Um, I thought our defense, I thought, you know, I, we keep saying it, but 
Aiden McMahon away, you know, Schmidt worked for every dang basket he got tonight. Um, yeah. You know, Aiden McMahon away just he, – he is he, – I would not want to – I would not want to play ball against him. He just – he's just the best. He's, he's strong. He's athletic. He, um, but, you know, that first quarter, the, the boys came ready to play, and uh, we bared down. Right, and also there in the uh, second half, uh, trailing, I think it was uh, by 12 uh, oh, we? at one point, and uh, battled back. And I know it was double digits uh, at least, but to uh, battle all the way back there and uh, to to take a team like this, St. Anthony, and right. so talented, take it to their limits right, uh, with all the things that we are missing uh, here tonight is uh, super impressive. Uh, by the guys. Oh, they're a dang good team, a dang good coach, and, you know, state championship worthy team. Um, uh, you know, I want to see them again in the in a sectional here in the same building. Um, you know, we got to do some things before we do that, but I want to. Um, I did want to show all my cards, uh, and we did it. Um, but, you know, we, we just went out and played basketball. Boys played basketball. Second quarter, man. We had we had us down for 13 turnovers in the first half, and we wanted yeah. to keep it. We wanted to keep it 10 to 12 the whole game. Yeah. We, we beat that. We and we had 14 points and 13 turnovers. What we had us down for those yeah. last two minutes really really hurt us, and they, they draw that they drew that lead out. If we could have closed that half out a little bit better, um, it might have. Uh, you know, uh, who knows what how it would have changed? But uh, you, you can't let them. You know, we had I'm going big runs in our board. And, uh, that was kind of a big run there at the half. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't know we were down 12 in the third quarter either. We just kept battling. I wasn't going to let it get too far. I've used more timeouts tonight than I think I ever have. <laughs> Had that one last one. Um, yeah. Know, kind of depleted on bodies, but I know they – I don't think Aiden came out, but, uh, you know, the, the boys kept battling. They kept battling. They kept, they kept fighting. Uh, you know, we're not moral victories. I'm not a moral victory dude. I'm not. I've lost yeah. a lot of things. Right. And then they're not going to. We play if we if if big if we play them again, they're not going to take us this lightly. Like they're I, I, not that they did, but I'm not going to put that on them. I know coach won't. Coach Rinker won't put that on them. But no. they're going to be ready. They're going to they're going to be ready. And uh, uh, I, I thought I thought our boys showed that we can play with anybody in the state if, if we're out, if we're ready to go. Yeah, and uh, you know, like you said, uh, no moral victories, but uh, to uh, put in a performance uh, like that. Uh, kind of bouncing back after uh, Tuscola right. on uh, Saturday. And, uh, you know, there at the very beginning, I thought that, oh, boy, here we go again. Let's right. uh, get some skunk right. in, the, in the quarter. But, uh, nope, the, the boys turned around despite all those turnovers uh, there. And I thought also another uh, big thing there was down the stretch in particular as well was uh, say Anthony with the offensive rebound. Yeah. Uh, as well, that kind of uh, hurt us as well. First half was turnovers. Second half was uh, offensive rebounds. They're just yeah. long. They're long, and we're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm back to a couple five ten guards on the floor. That you know, that that it's hard to rebound. And they they really they really boxed out Caden Miller tonight. Yeah. Um, they that I was I know. I mean, everybody tries, um, but they got the kids that could do it sometimes. So, but they they're just long. Uh, we didn't do a great job on in the zone. You know, we went a lot more zone that second half. Well, we didn't do a very good job finding a guy. I always say zone's harder to man because. Hey, you got you might have two guys in your zone in your area, and then you got to box. You got to find somebody to box out. You don't have one specific guy to box out. So it's yeah, I think it's harder to to rebound out of a zone, and it hurt us. It did, but I thought it also gave us, you know, it, it made some of some of 
saying these different players shoot the basketball, which mm-hmm. you, they got three really good scores and they got four other players that can shoot it. Right. But you got to make pick. some of the other kids, you know, not the Wessendorfs and the mm-hmm. and the Schmidt and the Fearday's. You can't let them beat you on given on a given night. Um, I think we did a good job on that tonight. And third quarter, I thought Alec and KD hit some big shots. Um, you know, Caden. Aiden played a really good point guard down the stretch, um, you know, in the second half. Um, Caden, you know, Caden could have had 16 if he made some of his two-footers. I know he's mad about himself. I like that uh, about him, but uh, he, he knows he could have made some of those. If he makes some of those, who knows, you know, it's, it's a different ball game. Right, yeah, like you said, uh, just uh, a clutch shooting as well from Yarhouse making uh, one there in the uh, third quarter. Uh, there to uh, cut it down to just uh, three uh, there to start the fourth quarter. And uh, KD uh, coming up with a couple of three-pointers there in that quarter uh, as well. So uh, a lot of guys uh, coming up uh, huge tonight uh, here. Yeah, I don't have a lot of guys. <laughs> they all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm proud of them. I want this to springboard them. I don't want them to, I don't want them to be happy about a loss, but I want this to springboard them the next week and a half for practices like okay we got to get the business we play we played slow on saturday you know what what i'll digress a little bit but what coach puts gets us going against the number one team and the number four or five team within the state you know good good scheduling but it'll help it helps us obviously you know we got better after the tuscola game because we saw what we were doing wrong offensively tonight we executed a lot better offensively this is going to springboard us forward a little bit. You know, we got a big game Friday night. Yeah. Um, you know, senior night. Senior night. Uh, we got a lot of good seniors that we're going to we're going to you know show show them out. But uh, they got they got a they got a plaque that they want to get yet. And, uh, it's, we got another week to have a practice at least. So uh, you know, I want I want to see you guys back here on sometime in two weeks. We definitely would love to have that as well. So we would love to be back here playing at the Inland Center for sure as we make a deep postseason run there. But like you mentioned, Friday night, you shift the focus to a win the two draws for the final regular season game there in senior night as well for those six basketball seniors there that's been a pretty special group here. I know they kind of say that every year. Right. They are, they're, all, they're all special. You, you, finished my program for four years you're, you're either demented or special one of the two um, you're not right in the head um, so uh, we got to celebrate that and uh, you know coach Smith will have wins or two straws ready to go um, my seniors will be ready to go maybe hopefully Eli's got some IV in him and we can get him yeah. off, off the, well I didn't give him what I had get him off the bed and uh, sure. I, I know he was rooting him on tonight so he'll be ready to go maybe um, so it'll be it'll be a fun night um, and the coach Smith, the, com- the, uh, the hatchets, they'll be ready. They'll be ready to get after us. And uh, we'll be there on a Friday night, Coach. Oh, well, thanks appreciate for uh, joining us here after the game, and I appreciate it, Coach John Nemergia, for uh, joining us here in the uh, post game. Uh, but a uh, heck of an effort by the Indians uh, tonight. Just uh, fell here, 41 to uh, 37 uh, here against uh, St. Anthony. So we'll get uh, Dominic. Uh, back on the uh, headset here, and uh, we'll see if you got any uh, stats for us, any uh, closing thoughts. So uh, take it away, Dom. Oh, well, I got a stat or two here for you, Travis. A uh, stat or two? Yeah, yeah, one, Very or, well. one, or, one or two. Maybe give you three or four. Very uh, well. All right. 
first of all, for St. Anthony as they went here tonight, 41-37, punched the uh, NTC tournament and regular season champs and improved 27-4 and overall and 8-0 in the conference. Max Koenig, 1-2 for two from the field with uh, two points. Uh, Ruhal was 0-2 from the field and 0-1 from three-point range. Uh, Colin Westdorf, 1-3 for three from the field and 0-2 from three-point range and one for two from the free throw line with uh, three points. Brock Day was uh, seven of 17 from the field, 0 for four from the three-point range, but he was two for four from the free throw line with 16 points. Hatton was three for five from the field and 0 for one from the three-point range with six points. Uh, Link was 0 for one from the field and 0 for one from the three-point range. Ryan Schmidt was four for six uh, from the field and one for one from three-point range and three for four from the free throw line with uh, 14 points and uh, as a team Santy shot 16 to 36 44 percent they were one for 10 from three-point range for 10 percent and six for 10 from the free throw line for 60 percent Alamont um, they fall to six and one conference 18 and eight overall one more game left to go in the regular season Friday night against uh, Wizards two straws Alex Yarhouse was uh, one for three from the field and one for three from three-point range for uh, five points. Caden Davis 0 for one from the field, three for eight from three-point range for nine points. Uh, Parker Bell came in. He was 0 for one from three-point range. Caden Millville 2 for seven from the field, 0 for one from three-point range, but he was one for two from the free-throw line for five points. Aiden McManaway was two for four from the field and two for four from the free throw line for 10 points. And Caden Miller was uh, two for nine from the field and 0 for two from three-point range. And he was uh, he was four for six, excuse me, four for six from the free throw line. He had eight points, and Zane Miller did uh, come in, but he did not score. Alamont was seven to 24 from, seven to 24 from the field for 29%. Three, excuse me, six for nine, 19 from three-point range for 31 percent, five for eight from the free throw line, 462 percent as they uh, they fall here tonight. And uh, just uh, just a great game, Travis. Couldn't uh, couldn't ask for anything more. And uh, you know, I know Coach Neary said that you know he'd definitely like to see uh, see the Bulldogs again. And, you know, in their gym here in the in the, in the sectional in the sectional semifinal if it does happen, but. He recognizes they got uh, go, you know, some work to do before before they get there. And uh, yeah, I hope. Uh, yeah, you know, you never want to be never want to be happy happy about a loss or anything. But they they did play real well. And, you know, I hope uh, I hope it does springboard Altamont and uh, you know uh, get you know get them to say you know they can like you said you know they can play with anybody anybody in the state. You know, if they if they play like that, you know, like they did here tonight, even though they did. Didn't come away with the win. They can play like that. They uh, are definitely gonna have a chance uh, every game to uh, to win some games and uh, you know come out come out victorious and do some uh, do some special things. Yeah, it sounds good. We should uh, just plan on being here in a couple of weeks here at the uh, Endless Center for a rematch. I think that would be uh, okay by me, especially uh, with a performance with uh, like this uh, for sure. So uh, again, we hope uh, Eli feels better. Uh, for uh, that possible rematch and of course here tonight 
as well there in Altamont. So that's the next time uh, the uh, boys will be in action, but the next time that you'll hear it on uh, Jack FM is the uh, girls as they'll be in the regional championship game against the Decatur uh, St. Teresa there on Thursday night, 6 o'clock tip-off uh, there in uh, Dietrich. Hopefully we'll have a uh, packed house there in uh, Dietrich supporting the girls. And if not, you can hear it here on uh, Jack FM. But, again, your final score tonight, St. Anthony Victoria's 41-37 over Altamont. Thanks to uh, Carter back at the uh, studio for turning the uh, dials in and getting us on and off the air as well. And uh, thanks to uh, Dominico for being alongside with the uh, stats and color commentating. And uh, this is uh, Travis Sparks with signing off for him tonight from the Inlow Center. And we'll talk to you again on a Thursday for a regional championship action for girls basketball postseason. And uh, so until then, have a great rest of your night, everybody. And uh, back to playing the music that we want here on a Jack FM. Good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep-fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.